Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome to another episode. Today's episode, we're going to call this new series, not really new, but I'm going to give it a different name besides M Day Talk, which does attract different listeners or various listeners. I think um, it attracts more. Dating in general attracts a lot of listeners, or a lot more. Anyways, we're going to call it Let's Engage Socially. We'll see where that goes. But for now, that's what we're going to call it. So welcome back. It's been a few months. Ladies and gentlemen, and my friend and myself, we finally adventured. Let's talk about what happened. So I told her my feelings. Stay tuned. Welcome back. Remember that question I asked in the last episode prior to this, the M-Date chat? back in January yeah you know it's been a few months and there's been a lot of thought so let's just ask that question again does she like me before we answer that there's a lot of things well I wouldn't say a lot of things there's a lot of things that I have to go over um, like consulting with friends the time we spent together my thoughts what was the what was like the conclusion but perhaps we're asking the wrong questions and I've learned that Perhaps the questions themselves aren't the right ones to ask regarding this matter. You'll see once I tell you. So, as you know, a few months have passed and building, pretty much we've been building up to this trip, going back and forth, plans change, things fell through, but for the most part, the trip itself stayed intact and we made it happen I can't really tell you details I can just tell you that we had a very great time Um, no nothing like that I mean we legitly we adventured places we've never been eaten in places we've never eaten before it was it was very refreshing for me to leave where I live, to go where she lives and experience that. As a couple of friends, I mean, it was a complete success. You know, one or two things fell through, but for the most part, we did what we said we was gonna do, and then more. We talked a lot over prior to the 
weekend half, I was going to be there visiting like three of those days yeah, strictly planned out. Two out of those days, we kind of just winged it. And the other days, I was just kind of doing my own thing whenever I could. Unfortunately, I did catch a cold and wouldn't say I was out of commission, but I would definitely say that I enjoyed the break in the days I spent at the hotel. <clears throat> but besides that, it was a great, it was a great experience. We enjoyed each other's time for the most part. Successful, friend, friendly adventure. Could it have gotten better? Yes. Could it have gotten worse? Absolutely. Like catching the flu would be worse. Think, thankfully, I dodged that bullet. But that's only part of the story. And you're probably wondering, well, did I do it? <laughs> did I put myself out on a limb and tell her how I felt? Well, before we get to that answer, let me just first tell you things that led up to it. Days and weeks led up to a week and a half that we actually get to hang out, which was pretty much every day we saw each other in some way, shape, or form. Either as we were adventuring to different places, different restaurants, doing spontaneous shoots here and there, making things happen that we talked about just in, in multiple chats on the phone. Gotta appreciate those things. A lot of things, a lot of talks, a lot of consultations. Well, not a lot, but quite a few. We'd even just thinking, meditating on this whole thing. So prior to that, as I had mentioned before about various friends in my life, I've consulted other female friends and recently even reached out to my sister. More on that later. My one friend is a masseuse, so I see her quite a bit, probably once every other week. And we talk. She talks about sometimes about her relationship, and I talk about sometimes about what's going on in my life, my companionship, my friendship. Please bear with me. I'm going for a walk. I'm not winded, but I feel like sometimes I feel like I'm out of shape when I go for a walk. I don't know why. Bottom line is we talk about a lot and uh, it becomes very personal for both of us. So leading up to this trip, I told her what I was thinking. I told her just various sources of information that I had gotten that pretty much 
gave me hints, as it were, as to my friend's thoughts towards me. If there was any clarity in that at all. Biggest thing that my masseuse friend was telling me is that sometimes you just have to organically let it happen. I believe there's going to be a great lesson to be learned there. One way or another. I hope for my sake it's in a positive positive matter. I will get to more near the end on that. So we talked it out on a few occasions. She gave me some words of encouragement. And I took her advice as best as I could. I even asked my other friend who actually lives in uh, Portland now. She's like the one from Alaska. And there's a rogue dog just wandering around out here. <laughs> I seem to have lost my train of thought. Um, so talking about my friend, or I was consulting with her. Oh yeah, the one from Portland. And uh, I just asked her a question about, because she was like she wanted the people I talked to about being single. I just caught her at a really bad time. She got in a bad relationship. And uh, recently, as in like during COVID, she got with this guy. I just asked the question like, so hey, um, how'd you guys get together? I'm just curious. Like, this is not like a really easy quote-unquote fish to catch or rather she didn't really seem that way to me but anyways she answers and was like well this guy he so she tells me I sometimes have to repeat because mopeds and other traffic noise in the area the moped just so happened to come down my street as I was just about to speak, I'm like, oh my goodness, like, keep going. Anyways, she answers, tells me that he uh, asked her out in so many words or whatever, and she didn't like him. Well, her words were I didn't, like, I hated him or something like that. And eventually, she came around. Like I said, tough quote-unquote fish to catch. Okay, so that gave me a little bit of encouragement in some, some way, shape, or form. Because, one, it's, it's not going to be easy. I never, I never accepted that it would be easy. And maybe that's part of another issue. Well, yes, something I will discuss later for sure. But I just thought it was interesting because if it's in that case, it's like more about resilience, but it's also about patience, about coming around the organic relationship, as it were. She eventually came around and accepted him. And you can see it in her Instagram stories and photos that they're just a very happy couple. She's look, 
just very happy in our photos. And that's priceless. It's uh, extremely priceless. It's different from when she wasn't dating anybody. I mean, yeah, she had fun, she was cool to be around, but you could tell, like, she just didn't want to be with anybody at the time. And I have my own story. I have my own side story to tell in regards to dating. I know in my last episode I did tell you a little bit about my background and my backstory. What I didn't tell you was that there was rejection also in those stories. Well, there is one, but that's a different kind of rejection. But anyway, time progressed. I continued to consult. I even bought a book called Venus and Mars Going to Date. I bought another one about meditation, quantum jumping, etc. It just so happened to line up because there's a lot of meditations about dating and love and finding a twin frame or twin flame soulmate etc coincidence I don't know but there's some things in those books that do line up pretty well briefly I can tell you that the dating book more like a courtship book but because there are differences between dating and courtship so just reading like the first several chapters because I'm like chapter 7 I think now there's stages to dating slash courtship and then the phases like those stages like every relationship probably should go through just to test out how strong and more importantly if that person that you're with is the best person for you because and I'm gonna just quickly go through this work real quick because I know <laughs> I can talk about this book as its own podcast or a series even, which I probably will one day. But anyways, finding out that best that person is best for you or not. I think a lot of people would be scared by that because they would be like do I really want to know that truth? I mean, that's a very, it's a very like a, a chasm of a truth. Like, what if the person you're with isn't the best for you? I mean, you'd think more people would want to know that. But the, uh, to be honest, the truth is, the truth of the matter is that I think it's more so that people don't know. It's not that they don't want to know, but they don't know. And rather than go through the effort to find out, they kind of struggle with everything else. But that is a story for a different podcast. I digress. It's a very good book. I highly recommend it. That's what I've been doing. I've been doing it for the past few months. Just kind of strengthening, strengthening my knowledge on dating because I don't really know. I've, I've never really dated like that. I've always believed that dating and courtship is something that strongly should be developed. And as my friend 
that I do have feelings for has said in the past is that she herself would like something that develops like that has the foundation of a friendship because to be honest and I will explain this later that friendship is very important companionship is essential for for anything to be honest I mean even if you're not pursuing a relationship per se with somebody that you have emotions for that you feel like you can care about um it doesn't necessarily have to be like, oh, I'm, in, I'm gonna get married. But again, another story for a different day. So I did all these things and built up my confidence and everything. And I wasn't, I wasn't 100% sure that I would do it, but I was pretty sure that I would. I was like, 60% and then it became 75% as time went on as we had spent time together more and more I was like this woman is dope like she really cares but was it just for me personally, or does she always do this to people? I don't know. But let's get to the meaty part of the story. The whole point we're here. The answer to that question, the undying question. As in the Hamilton musical, I shot my shot. And so, I did it. I told her my feelings. I, of course, I listened, I acknowledged, and over everything we talked about, all the experiences that we experienced, I told her, hey, because I knew, like, I knew that she would not want to do anything now. Like, the relationship was not something she wanted to pursue right now. It doesn't matter who it was. But I told her how I felt. I told her I liked her. I told her that I love spending time with her. That, you know, our adventures are just great that's something that I look forward to doing more of I told her if she was ever interested in quote unquote building a bridge to the future I didn't say that what I did say though that's what I meant but I, what I told her was that if you're interested in pursuing a deeper companionship in the future it does something you'd be interested in And uh, she wasn't really sure what to say, but I had anticipated her response. I already knew that type of person that she is, 
And I told her, you know what? Because she asked me, like, what do I do? You know? And she didn't really, really want to say anything right then and there. She was like, I don't want to ruin the trip. And uh, I told her, you know, just kind of answer the question. You don't have to do anything. It's not something that I am looking forward to doing now. It's just something that it's for the future, which I clarified the day after because it was like the day I was supposed to leave on get on a plane and go back home. We spent our last night watching, I think, a couple of episodes of anime just to finish it up finally. Kakeguri. Interesting episode or uh, anime series based on gambling. Eating uh, a couple hamburgers and uh, there was a mishap. So. As far as my execution, I could have done a little bit better, but I knew the result would be the same. Wouldn't matter, but if I was weaker about it, of course, it'd be a different, maybe the outcome would be worse. But I was, the weird thing was, it was like she was waiting for me. I, I don't know, it's kind of hard to explain. But usually when she goes to bed, it's like, I'm going to bed. Have a good night. I'm like, cool. But she delayed, hesitated. And she was just kind of sitting there in her room and oh, doing something on her phone, I think. I don't know what it was, but anyway, you know, I was thinking to myself, you know, this is the last opportunity, chance that I have. I need to fucking man up and just tell her already. Just let the cat out of the bag. Shoot my shot. Whatever happens after that is whatever happens after that. I won't have any regrets. Well, that's what I was thinking. And so I did it. I proceeded. Next day she told me that she wasn't sure if her feelings would ever change. Meaning that, you know, if she's not wanting to pursue anything now with me, or, well, I think we'll just focus on me because this does pertain to us. She said that she wasn't sure that her feelings wouldn't change about me. And later, I'll just tell you, I, uh, briefly, she told me that she was neutral about it. Because I know it's not her focus. She's not focused on a relationship right now. That makes sense, total sense. But whether it's me or somebody else, who knows? But going back, she told me that, yeah, you know, I do these kinds of adventures with all kinds of people. It's not just me. I get that. And she does. And she has. And over time, 
other guys have gotten feels for and things have gone wrong. So I'm gonna to explain to you a little bit something that happened, or rather something as a result of me going out on a limb, making a gamble. I would leave, get on the plane. Of course, we hugged before I left. We said our farewells, you know, have a safe flight kind of thing, for me at least. And uh, we parted ways. I flew back home. It would be days before we'd make focal contact again, but it was sporadic. Our chats, DMs were sporadic at best. And I felt that things had actually changed, which was one of the things she had mentioned about past guys just kind of falling head over heels with her and things got weird. But did things get weird between us? So, let's just go through what happened and then I will kind of go back through and explain to you what, um, what I've learned. So, days went by, week, we chat per sporadically throughout that time and then I requested to talk to her over the phone because I haven't heard from her but I know I, I, I get her now I get it now but I really wanted to see how she was doing I told her you know I'm just checking in on you see what's up you know and uh for her, she didn't quite understand it. I had something else I had to tell her besides that, but after I was done, and then prior to getting off the phone, she's like, I gotta, I'm gonna get off the phone and cook something because I'm hungry. She then explained to me, okay, I get what you said, why you said what you said about checking in. Didn't understand it at first, but now I get it. And she continued and explained that this had seemed to have gotten weird. This is the unnatural part. Um, yes, it is. It has been. It was unnatural of me. And I told her that I was thinking about this whole thing since up to that point I was just like because she told me before and I, I told her um, when I was telling her this on this phone call I was like you know I'm checking in on you because you told me like a while ago that things got weird but 
things that you didn't really agree with, things just, you know, I don't know, didn't work out. Just, and I started imagining, I guess, just, I got in my head, I told her, I got in my head a little bit. And um, near the end of the conversation, she was like, you know, got weird. And then she got frustrated and upset because she didn't want it. She didn't want the frustration that came with somebody trying to figure it out or whatever, just making it weird, basically. And I get that now. But my whole thing was like, I misinterpreted. I, I legitimately thought, and I told her, I legitimately thought that something was wrong. You just had an issue. And she explained to me that was not the issue, at least not in this circumstance. More so was always the other person that started to act weird for some reason. And that's when she started like, well, I don't know why people over time have always started liking me and then it got weird and then it just went downhill. But for me, I've been reconciling something with myself and she showed me, I misinterpreted something majorly. I admitted that I was wrong to her. I was like, you know, I got in my head a little bit and then I'll just let you go. Just kind of, you know, let her do what she gotta do and we'll talk whenever we talk. That was basically the conversation at that point. But she was like, this is what I'm talking about. I didn't want it to get weird. And I think she more or less understands why I thought a certain way because it wasn't like she was upset at me. She was just kind of upset at the situation. And I think more so these types of scenarios that has happened in the past is a type that she wants to avoid. One out of like different ones. I know there's relationships, but even before a relationship starts, it's like, this is something that she doesn't want to be a part of. And up to this point, I thought, I thought it was just going to be me showing her like, hey, you know, I'm not going to, to abandon you because what I recall is that there were those that were friends that decided to, that weren't really friends that abandoned her. And it's just like, and maybe that's what she meant by the, the weirdness, like the guy that freaking was like, oh, I'm over you in 24 hours kind of thing. Pretty fucking sad. Then the dude after that, well, I don't know the time frame, but they stopped talking a lot. And if there's anything that I learned in this whole thing is that she flipped the script on me. You know, I thought it was, I had to show her help her get through something, but she actually clarified something with me. 
she clarified with me that it wasn't necessarily her, and I'm not saying that she's 100% correct. I think she's also being passively, uh, passively overcompensating because she has been through this, this sort of trauma. And I'm overcompensating because I believe that I thought it was a bigger deal for her that I told her my feelings when ironically that was never the case and it shouldn't have been the case and I even called it I was like well there shouldn't be an issue because for the most part we're friends we've been good friends for years and I've always said that and ironically it was me that had little doubts in that. So let's be 100% frank here. It's not as if I doubted our friendship, okay? She has been, and I can see it more clear now than I've ever saw it, is that I don't recall her ever being kind of like wishy-washy. Like, she's been unapolog unapologetically her, herself. And I believe what she's talking about is that when things change, she can't be herself. It's kind of like the irony of being in, trying to be in a friendship and trying to be someone you're not but in this one, it's like she's forced not to. Not necessarily with me, as I'm, I'm reconciling, I'm figuring this out, that it's actually something in my past that is causing me to overcompensate and think that, you know, it's for some reason, me telling her how I feel is gonna cause our friendship to end. It's gonna cause it to, it's gonna cause it to just be no more. It's gonna be, as she mentioned, as she stated, the one fear that she has is that it'll become weird and things will never be the same. When I was the one that said, you know, things are, things, I, I don't see the things changing. I said it, but did I really believe it, is the question. Or more so, what is a lesson for me to learn in this, is that, I'm go back and told you that I didn't really have a dating life when I was growing up. I don't need anybody's pity, I don't need anybody to feel sorry for me, okay? That's just how it was. But, outside of, actually dating, asking girls out was something I did from time to time. And when I was younger, I was rejected, one after another rejected. And I know it's, it's like been forever. It's like, you know, elementary, middle school, high school, it's like, okay, but that's kid stuff. But even so, it's still, a psychological thing it's it's trauma to an extent it's being rejected so young and 
the psychology behind it, it builds up and it does come back to bite you in the ass as an adult, as it has. And if I don't learn the lesson, then it will ruin my friendship. And what we've had for a good five years running now, I mean, she always brings it up, you know, how our friendship developed. And I'm just like, yeah, it has. I just, I look back on it and I think to myself, like, you know, it's been, it's been a wild ride because I didn't, I never thought of her like this. It's not that I never wanted it. I just, I don't know, I never really entertained the thought. It just, she's cool to be with. And even though this is my challenge right now, again, because my first initial challenge was telling her how I felt, now I'll face another challenge. <sighs> Battling my own inner demons, as it were, or not so much inner demons, but psychological mishaps and fighting those things. It's not always easy, but I believe I understand better now. I, I thanked her for her clarity because it really did help me out and, and now I can go forward and recognize the error of my ways, the error that I was seemingly projecting on her and overcompensating for something that that I believed and it doesn't take away from the fact that she could also be passively overcompensating for these things and I'm not gonna just I'm not gonna pretend like that doesn't happen or it hasn't happened or hasn't been happening tenses, right? But more importantly, realize that I have a lesson to learn here. And if I don't, le if, uh, if I don't learn my own lesson, then how can I help her learn hers when that time comes? Because that time will either come or won't come, depending on what's going on between us. So, before we hung up the phone, we were just like, well, she told me what she wasn't going to do. She told me she wasn't going to call like she used to. She told me what she was going to chat like she used to. And that she really needed a break, which is something that I knew that she needed as well as myself because we actually did spend a week and a half together and pretty much met every day. And then she's been busy ever since then, after I left. So I think this is the break that we really needed. Every relationship, regardless of what kind it is, needs some kind of break. I mean, I, even my best friend, we sometimes take a break. We don't, we don't see each other for like maybe a couple of weeks in a row. And we see each other at least once a week, mostly. Going back to being unnatural. She told me a little bit about what was happening, what she saw, that I was being unnatural, my responses and, and my speech. 
seemingly things had changed after I told her how I felt. And it was that doubt that was slipping in that was pretty much what was fucking everything up. But having her clarify to me that some things to me that really helped me out. And I thought I really appreciate, really appreciated that and appreciated her. And it got me thinking about this whole thing with my rejections and psychology with that and just, I had never, things had never gone right. Every time I asked a chick out back in the day, never went right. Not that I was ever made fun of, I could say I was mocked. You know, and I was kind of weird at it too. I didn't really know. I was a kid and I just didn't know how to go about it. So for everybody else, it was weird. And looking back on it, it was weird. It was one of those weird things. And some people don't learn. <laughs> but looking back on these things and, you know, having to learn from these weaknesses and past mistakes it is an eye opener she opened up my eyes and I didn't realize it until I was like oh you know you're right and this break as well as the clarification will help some things it will help this quote unquote weirdness subside a bit at least that's my hope I feel a little better about it now. And the balance is there. Life truly is a lesson and you learn or you don't. My greatest lesson is realizing that, well, this whole thing has kind of been about companionship, friendship, and the fact that the matter is relationship built on friendship is it's a great thing now I don't know if her and myself will ever get together I suppose there is a bit of a glimmer there but more so the lessons that I learned now today can assist me course correct rather for things that I haven't seen yet and granted the fact of the matter is that even if I was expecting her response the way I imagine it doesn't matter if if we're good friends and that just so happens to be the one way that you know it'll possibly work out to be something more than that later on, then why not? <laughs> I'm not gonna be afraid. I can be, I can be me, I can be myself because that's how it's been. I can, I can be unapologetically myself and she can continue to be unapologetically, unapologetically herself. That's kind of the point. If we can't do that, then are we truly friends to begin with? But I know better. 
and I should have known better. But she pointed out something that I see in myself that I could correct. And that's a true friend for you. She is a true friend, despite the fact that she may not see the, the beauty in herself. I certainly see it in her. So I see, she pointed out some things in me and I, in turn, I've pointed some things out in her. Touche. So we both have something to bring out the best in each other. That's kind of one of the building blocks of, well, any general relationship, friendship, is bringing out the best in each other, right? If you can't do that, then what's the point? She mentioned about glossing things over. And I was reminded that there are things that we do have to be careful for. And I was just, <laughs> something came up, I was driving and um, she mentioned about being too nice in some situations where I was just letting cars kind of merge in my lane. Like, you know, I'm from Hawaii, so it's a common thing because cars just keep coming and we're driving in her city and it's a, it's a bigger city obviously, but still though, it's kind of like I'm thinking like, I'm from Hawaii, like, you know, maybe, you know, I'll let the car through. And uh, so I didn't let the car through, but they were gonna have time to go after me anyway, so. <clears throat> She's like, don't, don't let her through. I'm like, well, she said something about being too nice in that situation. And I was like, well, some people aren't nice enough, which is true. And I didn't really mean her per se, but I just, I didn't really mean that. But there are people that aren't nice enough for reals. And that's what I truly meant, but I have to be careful on those things, little things. You know, even if I'm, if I'm catching it now, like, oh, caught myself, you know, I catch her. She, I'm sure she catches herself and she's always reminding me, like, you gotta catch me when I'm thinking badly, you know, thinking the stuff. I think truly she's looking for someone that can, can assist her and bring out a better person. And psychologically speaking, that um, that's something a good friend would do. And that's something a great partner would do. Not to say that she's looking for a partner in me, but a good friend points out these things and she does ask these questions. Like, you know, she, she does wonder sometimes if she's just being a negative person or, and, I don't really see that in her. Yeah, you know, 
there's some negativity in everybody. It's not like she's perfect by any means, but I point out things that are true and I point out things that are like, well, these are things you probably could work on. And I try to help her in that aspect as possible. And more often than not, that's been the case, but now she flipped the script and she made me pay attention to myself. Something I didn't think I would, something I really didn't think about until now. She just, out of the blue, just like, damn, you know, fuck, you're right, you know? Things could have got really fucked up if, if I kept thinking about it that way, you know, thinking that I had to help her or something. She clearly helped me through it. I mean, her time will come, but right now it's my turn. You know what are good friends for, right? I mean, this is again, like I tell you, like, she's a really wonderful woman. Balance must be reinstated. And so this break between us is gonna be the, probably the best thing that's ever happened to us. At least that's my hope. I look forward to that. With that said, getting back to the question, does she like me? It's the wrong question. The better question is, is do we enjoy each other's time? Do we appreciate each other? And I have come to find out that we do. We do quite so appreciate each other's time and each other. And I'm glad I can be a thousand percent about that. It's not every day that we make these great friends in our lives. And she talks about it all the time, you know, it's just how our friendship has developed. And I think more than anything that she appreciates it in more ways than I have seen. And I, I had a little bit of a, I don't know. I just, I almost missed the bigger picture because of something. My past came back to bite me in the ass, but not because it was my fault, but because that's all I ever knew. And on the other side of it, she also has some trauma that she has to deal with as well, so she's not out of the woods, but having learned from my own, well, well, not mistakes, but misinterpretation, having learned these little things that have this weird, like, process, if not learn, they can become much bigger, much greater pitfalls and challenges to overcome. And 
I believe it's these things that come back and they ruin friendships. They change everything. They make everything weird. They make everything unnatural. And I'm going to keep studying, keep learning, keep strengthening myself, focusing on myself. And she's going to do the same for herself. And in this time of separation, we both can learn about ourselves and how we handle that. And then once again, when we start chatting again, I think the balance will be remet. You know, much to my surprise, she reminds me of myself in some ways. Not everything, I mean, there's, like, for her, it's like, she can plan out an entire day. She's got this uh, wedding planner experience that I'm like, wow. I can plan out a day, like, you know, but not like an entire weekend. Like I will, like I literally, for this whole trip, I just like, I was, I was plotting with her. It's like, okay, the time was, okay, this is when I come in, let's look at the car, et cetera, et cetera. So that was easy because that was a time that was with her, but the time without her, I was just kind of like, um, just, I was planning days, but you know, I planned like a day to go somewhere and it didn't work out because it was closed, it was snowed out or whatever, but. But I ended up doing something like with myself later on that week because I had a cold. And so I basically took two days to recover from that. And so I'd plan like I'd, I'd just, you know, plan a little bit here and there. And I wasn't like too stringent about it, but she can be like anal about it. like I'm like I, I do appreciate that about her because it's always like you know because she would ask me for my opinion like you know is it too much and I'm like no 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 it was, it was good because we had a little bit of time and we can we, were, we could be flexible so there's that and then we do share some things in common and like I said like She's kind of like a unicorn in that way, like in anime and um, different things that we enjoy together. I just, I don't know, just enjoying time together. I think it's like one of the most, I, I don't know how else I can describe it. Like there are a lot of things that we're like on in sync in, like we, for the most part, um, leading up to that point where we're pretty much in sync and then and then me getting my head for a little bit it kind of threw us out of sync for a bit and then also still decompressing from the trip you know spending that amount of time around anybody and then and I always said and believe like I I'm not looking for anything out of her I don't want her to feel pressure that I'm trying to get more out of her because I mean it'd be nice but I, I know that 
that's not something that that she's ready to do. And that's more something in line of like, well, we're actually in a relationship and that's what I could expect. I don't expect it because we're not in that kind of relationship, but at the same time, uh, it's something, you know, if, if it happens, it's like, well, that's kind of something that I do, I would look forward to, rather. The glimmer is that looking forward and learning this lesson from now, I can, I can be like, okay, well, I can move on now because I don't have to be in my head. I don't have to think that it was ever a wrong for me to tell her about my feelings. And she even says like, well, what would be wrong with it? What is wrong with it? It shouldn't be anything. And the same thing I said, this very same thing I thought to myself, there shouldn't be anything wrong with it. And she's a thousand percent right. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. There just should never be anything wrong with that. If you're good friends and you have that the, that history together, then that should never, ever be a problem. That should never be an issue. It should not be a wrong thing. Like, I didn't do anything wrong. And I have to believe that. But the trauma that I went through, it's... I've gotten over it mostly because, yeah, I was a kid. And she has assured me, reassured me rather, that it's it's not me, it's not like it's not like I she doesn't like me or dislikes me. She's clearly said she's very neutral about it. She's just rather frustrated that it's become an unnatural thing and the only thing that really that throws everything out of the loop is set. She's upset about it because she doesn't want to be part of the whole being part of being inside my head portion, which I get it because I'm trying to reconcile something. I'm trying to, and she helped me clarify that. Helped me clarify that there was nothing wrong and that there may be hope yet. She didn't say that, but I'm looking at all the signs and everything points to like, you know, I mean, yes, generally speaking, if I'm just saying vaguely like, yeah, you know, we spend, we have a good time with each other and yeah, she's, she has a good time with a lot of people. What makes me so special, right? What does make me so special? out of anybody else. So what about the the friend that she does different various events with or the other friend that she did something else with for the very you know, first time, you know? Or me. What makes me so special? It's a really good question. I have a theory, hear me out. If I am truly to believe in my own um, misinterpretations and my overcompensation for doing so, 
then I also have to realize and see that I am not entirely in the wrong, just me, myself, and I. Not to say that she's in the wrong either, but I have to realize that I am not the only male in her life. And I know that for a fact. I am not the only male friend in her life. She also explicitly stated, states that she's friend of a lot of males for a reason because she doesn't have a lot of female friends. And the female friends that she has are either one way or the other, like they're, you know, they go to church or they're, they wouldn't belong in church kind of thing. And they're not, they're not judgmental and all this stuff. But, the friends that she does have, though, you know, including myself, that you know, what, what makes us, what makes me so special from anybody else? And here's my theory. My theory, and there's nothing wrong with it, actually. If if you're a female, if you're a woman, and you're like, well, I'm not interested in any relationship right now. However. This is what I noticed. Um, I asked another friend, this is why I wanted to bring this back up. I mentioned this at the beginning, but I asked a friend recently because I only asked her recently because I was just like, I need somebody to answer her question for me. And I remember that she got married recently. This is the same chick in like 2019, I think it was. Had this podcast 2019 about being single, pros and cons. So I just asked her, you know, a little bit, a little bit about like how her and her, her current like husband met, right? And she told me, like, you know, you know, around that time, because I mentioned to her about the podcast, she she remembered that. So around that time, she was still kind of dating around a little bit, and around that time. Uh, a little bit after that, she got into a car accident. Uh, this would be like a pivotal point in her life. And she would get out of a relationship with her ex. That was uh, one of those things, like, major thing, major. And that was one of the reasons why uh, she had been pursuing the single life or pursuing a life of just, you know, dating guys or going out, doing this and that. But, not like that, but just like, you know, seeing guys, but maybe not really seeing them for a label, but just like enjoying their time. And she told me that after the accident and everything, her high school, like friend from high school, like we're talking years. So this is another instance, this is a different couple um, than what I referred to in this last episode different couple, but still, they met in high school, they were like, you know, we met up, like, like, um, then she went to Cali, they got married, it was just like, they knew each other, and they reconnected, after, like, so many years, I guess they were talking on and off, but it was like, there was a distance, and there was time, and they had this camaraderie and friendship already built up. And I was just like thinking to myself, like, wow, like women, they do that, you know, like 
they will, so my theory is my friend is testing the waters. Like, she may not be ready for a relationship right now, but she's also putting herself in a position where she's saying like, okay, how's it going with this guy versus that guy? Maybe, maybe it's on a psychological level. Like, okay, I'm doing like, I'm going to these adventures with guys and see like, even though she's not ready, for a relationship right now, that's like, I mean, it's ingenious if you think about it. Even if she doesn't know she's actively doing it, she is doing it on a very psychological level. And I'm just speculating. This is not me being like, oh, yes, this is exactly what she's doing. But perhaps she doesn't actively realize that's what she's doing. I gotta think to myself, like, damn, you know, that's that's really, really interesting. If you think about it, I mean, I, I what I see is like, if you're you're dating but not dating, and psychologically speaking, as well as like the words that she speaks to me is like, she wants to develop a, a strong friendship with her own word she has stated this she wants to establish a friendship first and then consider something in the line not necessarily with me it was just a general statement uh, it took everything into consideration I was like that's why I was like I'm I have feelings for you not word by word by the way but I have feelings for you and if you'd like I would like to pursue something like a deeper like a deeper companionship in the future that's what I uh, basically what I taught her it wasn't like something for now but it was something like you know considering for later and I don't you know I, I, I if she's testing the waters and she's like you know just going out with different guys as friends and just stays at, at that level right and she's like seeing who's who in her life but but there's also the other thing the weird part of it like if they start having the feelings for her and then it's just like well things go south I think she also fears that I'm not the only one so that's where that's where I I have to be stronger in myself. I have to be as a friend, not as anything more than that, but as a friend, I have to be stronger in that because I have to show her, you know, if and when the time comes, I have to show her, like, you know what? You are right. She was right. She pointed something out and I corrected. I, of course, corrected because that's what I gotta do. That's my tasking, it's course correcting. And I feel like I'm not 100% there, but I feel like I am a lot further than I was, all thanks to her. And just getting over my own fears of rejection, etc. Because as I said, she's neutral. She said, like, well, I'm not, it's not like I don't like you or I. I do, it's just, I'm, I'm neutral, I, I, 
she doesn't want the bullshit that comes with the weirdness. That's all, really. I mean, if she can just be happy, I think things would be like it would it would fall in equilibrium. That's that's where things grow. It's where we learn lessons in life, and things grow as a result. So me, I have to learn a lesson. I have to do this, and the time that we spend apart with little to no contact at all at this current time is a time where that's gonna that's gonna happen. It's gonna it has to, you know, has to flourish, has to grow, and that's that's the best way I can see it. But at, at the very least, this is also time to grow as individuals. It's not like we always have to be together. And I think I think a misconception is, is that some relationships, like people think they always have to be together like 100% all the time. And I, I've learned from being just single is that no, you don't really have to, but it's great to support other people in your life. But if there's anything else that I've learned in life is that, well, besides the fact that if if you're a woman, you're not you're not really in wanting to be in a relationship right now, based on like things like, well, I don't want people fucking my shit right now. I'm trying to grow, trying to grow my business or or whatever. I'm trying to do me, and I don't have time to play games because it has happened before. I'm a lot older now that sort of thing and it's a very true statement from my friend as well like she i'm sure all of these things have come across her mind in one way shape or form and the fact that the matter is that she is like maturing it's not like she's also learning lessons in her life she's like you know i don't want things to be this way i don't, I don't want to have to go to ptsd you know, to in further in the future, in in a, in a future relationship, and if I can just you know just do me right now, that's fine. I that's why I respect her. You know, I appreciate her for that because she don't gotta give me the time of day. You know, she doesn't owe me anything. She even said that she don't owe me any anybody anything. And I never asked for it, but. Me overcompensating for a very short period of time, and it put a little pressure on her and frustrated her and upset her. And I, that's something I have to learn from because that's not something that I want. I don't, in, in any kind of relationship, you don't want to make the other person feel like they have to give you something. Like, no, I don't. I don't, I, I didn't ask for that. Like I said, it would be nice, but I'm not asking for it from her because. It's not fair. She doesn't. She doesn't feel like she needs to do anything right now because that, that's not what she's asking for. And so, if I can do anything to help alleviate that, and this is one of those ways, it's just we're not gonna like contact like we used to at least for now, and I feel better with that because now. I can, I, well, she can focus on herself more and, and decompress, and I can focus on myself more and decompress. And then eventually, down the road, whenever that may be, 
we'll be more balanced. We'll be back in sync. As we should be. As friends. And whether anything happens beyond that is 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 beyond me. But all I know is that there are going to be challenges even as friends and if even if that does happen and somehow we end up in some kind of relationship that's deeper, as a deeper companionship, there's going to be challenges that are going to have to be met like head on or at least there's going to be something that things or think that we're going to have to address along the way. It's not going to be like it's easy. And I'm glad it's not easy because the effort, it's not like I'm giving up. It's not like I'm giving up. At least she knows now. She knows how I feel. She knows that and she also knows that we've been good friends. All these different things. And not not that I, I'm going to use friendship as like, oh, well, we've been friends, so why not? You know? I, I think more so it has to be... It definitely has to be organic. It definitely has to be that we both believe that this is something that we could work on. Not just me, not just her, it's a two-way street. Friendship in itself, in a general sense, is a two-way street. If you have a true friend, they will help you and you can help, you will help them. It's balanced that way. It's not one friend does everything for the other person, the other one doesn't do anything at all. It's those two bring the best out in each other in whatever shape or form that's that's what friendship is friends got other friends backs you know and that's that's what i see more with more clarity now is that i see her as just being her she's being herself and I don't you know I don't know I don't I guess I don't really like I never really noticed her as a tomboy but you know she doesn't she doesn't see that she's feminine I see she's very she's a really beautiful woman you know I always like to say she's radiantly attractive just I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because of what she does, but she is a radiantly attractive woman. And that that is just one thing about her that I just admire. It's not even that her looks, it's just it's like her essence. She doesn't see it, but I see it. And I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna bring it up every time, like, I see it, you know? Even if you don't see it, I see it. And I'm gonna keep reminding her that I see it. That she should be appreciative of it. Because I appreciate it. But I know that those little things she has to appreciate on her own. I can't, I can't do it for her.
I can say all I want, but if she doesn't believe it, then it won't be so. So in this whole thing, the lesson is learned, or rather learning. Having overcompensated for a very short time and believing something was what I thought it was, wasn't exactly, is what could have caused serious damage to our friendship. And seeing the error of my ways, Perhaps we can course correct and make it balanced again. I don't think things will be 100% like they used to be, but again, there's a great lesson to be learned here by both of us. And having or being that we're gonna be like, quote unquote, apart for this amount of time, as in I don't know how long that's gonna be, um, I feel that we will grow. We will grow from this. We will grow from this decision, this choice. And I think, if anything at all, we will each appreciate each other a lot more for the fact that we, we gave each other a break from each other, you know? With that said, you know, friendship first and foremost whether or not things happen between us that form something deeper that hasn't been written yet I cannot answer that however it doesn't matter what does matter is that the here and the now is what we appreciate here now that we we sit and we just enjoy each other's time not being on the phone being distracted adventuring enjoying that time together and, and making memories is the most important thing of this whole thing and I fully believe that these are building blocks of something deeper, regardless of whether or not it happens, but they are fundamental building blocks of an actual deeper relationship. Whether we choose to see it or not, that's, that's how it is. And if she truly wants something like a developed friendship to be the foundation of that, then I have to believe that I am a contender. I have to believe that I am a prospect for her. Now, I don't know. There's a lot of things to that. That's, you know, I don't know exactly what she thinks about me, but what I do know is that we have a really good time together. We enjoy each other. And I know this because I have seen her smile. Like I've seen 
some of the greatest times, the greatest smiles just on her face. And I just, I love to see her happy. I really do. That may sound weird, but as a friend, that is something that I love to see. Anybody, any any of my friends, it doesn't matter if I'm trying to pursue a relationship with them or not. If we're happy, we enjoy each other's time, and that's pretty dope. It's the dopest of dopeness. So let's not gloss this over. Call it for what it is. But, hey, if I'm being tested, quote-unquote tested, I'm going to pass this test. I'm going to pass it so fucking hard. You won't know I'm coming. I'm coming. Like I said, I'm not going to give up. But I will learn this lesson here and now. That's all I can do. That's all we can, any of us can do, to be honest. If we think we have somebody in our life that we just, we don't want to let go. That's a special person. And she is a very special person to me. And I don't want to, I, I don't want to blow this. I don't want to blow this. And so, I have that lesson learned. I have that other challenge to, to overcome. And, and if you're in the same or similar situation, you know what I'm talking about. It's not all loss. It's not a setback. It's a lesson. If you choose to learn from it. Otherwise, all is lost. The friendship you had is gone. But I don't choose to see that. And I know that she doesn't see it that way either. Though she may have her doubts. But overall, she knows we've made these memories that doesn't go away it doesn't just disappear overnight but like anything else in life trust can be broken in just a few seconds if you're not careful it takes years to build it up but if you, you can lose it just so fast and just hope that I didn't lose her trust Thank you for following my journey. This is not something that I I say or do very lightly. I this is not like some social experiment. This is like this is a, this is a real a real thing that's happening right now in my life and I I sometimes I wait to cast things just to see how it plays out. I'm glad I did. Uh, originally I was going to talk about something. I blogged about something before regarding, you know, prior to I got prior to getting the clarity, I just thought, you know, what I said already, it doesn't matter now. 
but that was gonna be like the cast and again you know, my friend provided me some clarity and it really changed my outlook on how how I saw things versus how she saw things which ironically is her asking me like how I see things like for her and and so I learned I learned about myself I learned that these little things can become big things if we're not careful we gotta pay attention to these things and I'm gonna mention something in after this outro because I think it's important for to get some feedback, some questions and answers about it. But anyways, I'm 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 regarding I'm uh, gonna be talking about a friend of mine that's got having some issues. But anyways, so little things that do come up and they do come up and they can become very very big things out of proportion because of one being in your head and if you're not careful that little thing can become a monster and just eat at you just chump down or whatever is left because that was that was, that was what was happening you know and it created a very unnatural environment where for the most part I thought you know I had control over it but I just I didn't and she pointed it out for me so having learned that I can course correct again I'm, I'm repeating myself a lot but I think it's important to know that only a really good friend can do that for you and she's one of the good ones I'm telling you like I just I can't say I can't say unequivocally that she you know but I, I can say that you know she's gonna be like she's gonna make some she's gonna be like a very very good partner for whoever the lucky person is gonna be you know Whoever the fortunate person is going to be, she's going to be a very fortunate person to have her because I just, man. I don't want to, like, I, I don't want to put her, like, on a pedestal or nothing like that. That's not what I'm doing, but I'm, I just see the best in there. And I want to see the best, I want to see more come out of her, you know, like, the, the better part of her to come out I, I don't want to see her see herself as something lesser than what I see her I mean maybe because I, I see something different and but that's what that's why we get along so well that's because I, I do see the better the better part of herself you know I just hope that she sees the best in me you know that's not always easy to, to ascertain. And, and the age old question of, does she like me? It's, it's the wrong question. That's not the right question to ask. I've gone over this already. But in truth, friendship 
first and foremost is the most important thing out of this whole whole thing because it showed me that I need to learn a little bit more about myself in this aspect and that if I don't but this challenge, this one little challenge, then there is no chance of having her. And if I, even if I did, then it would be based on the fact of some kind of weirdness, some kind of unnatural relationship that I don't want. I want something, I, I really would prefer something organic. I really would prefer something that, that we could say like, hey, you know, we have this history. Why don't we just give it a shot? You know, even if it's more, it takes more time. Then we got the history. And I'm going to leave you with that because I can keep going. Thank you for coming on this journey with me. It's not over by any means. Um, If anything, I'll keep you updated and as my friend would say, uh, make sure you get the deposit. <laughs> uh, what does he mean by that? <laughs> make sure you get the deposit. Like, yeah. Um, that story is coming up as a bonus. Uh, a bonus. Stay tuned. The ultimatum is, I, you know, I, my friend told me about this a week ago, about the ultimatum. And, uh, so he's with his girlfriend. His girlfriend's like, yo, um, the lease is coming up. I need somebody to move in. The current roommate is moving out. I need somebody to cover. If you're not moving with me in such and such time, then we're going to call it quits. And when he told me this, I was like, WTF? What the fuck? And he also consulted his mom about this as well. But when he talked to me about it, I was telling him about my situation. And he told me about his situation where it's like, well, his girlfriend, which I know... I know his girlfriend, I met him a few times, and she's cooked dinner and holidays and all this stuff, pretty dope. I mean, she's got good qualities, we talked about that, but yet, she gives him this ultimatum of like, fuck, well, I guess we're done. And, um, what I recall is that there's been, like, these yellow flags and red flags in their relationship like throughout and he's concerned about those things which he should be that she doesn't have a that she doesn't mind putting them in the very um, she doesn't mind putting people in awkward positions you know so going back to the deposit because he makes a joke about Make sure you get the deposit, right? So, people were looking at the the room, the house, whatever, and they were like, oh yeah, I'm definitely going to buy, I'm going to get this, I'm going to put my deposit in, or whatever, I'm going to sign the paper, 
Yeah, I've been on the, I've been on this side of like the management thing before, and most of the time, people are full of shit. They'll say one thing and they'll just do a totally different thing and find some other place and be like, they won't they won't even contact you. Like you have to call them up or something and be like, oh no, I found another place. Well, thanks for letting me know so I can keep looking. So a dude's girlfriend was like, she just stopped looking for people because he just based on verbal information that, oh yeah, the motherfucker was going to take the place with no deposit. Like, if you didn't get a deposit, then you have nothing. That's what he mean by it. Make sure you get the deposit. And so they, you know, it's just crazy. But now it's like he's trying to find he's trying to find a silver lining in it all. Yeah, I told him, you know, just my honest truth opinion because I I went through bullshit, you know, regarding you know shit just not working out because you know you see little things but don't take notice to it and they become bigger things and come back to bite you in the ass. So just that alone is that's that's a problem. And I told him, like, I can't support this whole thing. So, joked about me moving in. I was like, no, I'm good. I don't want to be part of this shit, y'all. But he's trying to find a silver lining. And I don't know if he will, but if it has to do with a living situation, it's something I, I, I can't recommend that to anybody. And so... Yeah, make sure you get a deposit because you never know if the person's going to move in or not.